I spend way too much time thinking about what other people think about me. You know, that I'm not afraid to ask. That for me mm. is a good reminder that I'm not afraid to ask. And just a really good reminder to play a bigger game. Try this bad boy out for science. You are welcome to take a seat at the table where we use a new lens, where humanity are stakeholders. Different distinctions encouraged, intention starts from a no-judgment zone, a certain age is not criteria, and where you become comfortable with the uncomfortable to facilitate a new conversation. Welcome. Welcome, Shuri, to the table, to the decision table. Hey, girl, like literally, <laughs> we just we just have conversation here. I yeah. just kind of feel that um, I get spoiled sometimes because I get to have amazing conversations with people across the world uh, and you're across the other side of Australia. But what I was going to say was we are just having conversations because I, I figured that one of the things we can do is have everyday conversations with someone. And look through it through a different lens. So this this theme that I'm looking at this this month is called the the need for a new approach to leadership. And I'm saying that because I'm writing a white paper at the moment around what I believe is the need for a new approach to leadership. And I'm just asking, we 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 have a conversation, and I just bring it back to leadership and all things leadership and lenses which you're using and how we can be maybe even more effective in the way that we lead in our own sphere of influence. Mm -hmm. um, and who knows where we go with this conversation. So you're ready for one? I sure am. Yeah. Because, I'm like, ready. by the way, anything can go down on the decision table. There's no judgment. There's no, like, I'm I'm never asking questions because I'm, Yeah. Whoa, I mean, something that, happened there. That was spooky. Um, I'm, never, I, I'm never asking questions because I want you to go somewhere or say something. I really, and, and I think this is really important on the decision table that, A, it's a no-judgment zone. B, it's um, I'm asking questions because I'm really curious. I think that this is part of the new approach to leadership is that we're mm. willing to have a curiosity in our conversation. What do you reckon? I love it. I, I, I was hoping you would go somewhere, though. You know, you not so much go somewhere, but I always love how <laughs> conversations go somewhere is what I mean. Well, here's the thing. Our conversations always go somewhere on here, so don't worry about it. We will go oh, somewhere. Deep. Yeah. So, here, so one of the things I know about you and your world, let's yeah. go somewhere then, is... Yeah. You're pretty resilient, right? You're gonna make me, I think you're going to make me cry today, aren't you? <laughs> We're only just starting. <laughs> I haven't got tissues. <laughs> Go for it. Yes. But you are, yes. right? Look, I, you know, there's definitely areas I could be stronger, but yes, I would have to say, and I think it's a learned resilience. I don't think it's, I think some of it's come from family, learning from family, but I think, you know, different situations mean that you have to learn to be a little bit more resilient. And um, yes, so I think I've got some learned, some from, fam you know, from learned from the family, but um, yes. There's definitely areas that I can be a little bit more resilient. Okay, let's go further into uh, learned. Where where have you learned it? What's helped you to learn to be more resilient? Jeff, definitely my upbringing. I think my parents, especially my dad, has, you know, he's been in business for 50 years and he's still working. He's 72. So he's still he's still out there, he's still working. And you know, he, you know, he if he loses a client, he's like he picks himself up really quickly and moves on, you know. So not just about being resilient, but the ability to pick up and move on really quickly. I think that's really important too. So um yeah, massively learned that sort of stuff from my dad. Yeah. I guess also something else would be you've had some challenges along the way. What kind of things that have helped build that side of it? 
So mm, that's interesting. What sort of challenges have I had? Do you mean in my upbringing or, or since? Whatever, sort of, whatever. Um, I know being, well, obviously being a single parent has, has its challenges. I think definitely, you know, learning this, this new path. It's not that new, but it was, you know, at the time it was new and, you know, sort of coming to terms with it and being, okay, well, let's, you know, um, I suppose learning how to just keep things going and, you know, having the, I, I think with resilience is, you know, um, the ability as well to, to, keep, to keep things going. And because mm. obviously when you're a parent, especially when you're a single parent, you can't go, oh, look, I'm just going to take some time out. It's, okay, we've got to keep going with this. And I feel yeah. like I've, you know, taught my daughter in some ways to be more resilient, you know, and resilient and persistent as well. I know we're just talking about resilience. So, um, yeah, definitely. there's not many things I can think of that have like a specific time where I've had to be resilient I know in business, I think definitely resilience, you need resilience. You can't, you won't survive if you don't have resilience. Yeah. How how have you kind of, I don't know, uh, managed or how do you sort of balance that between being a businesswoman and a mama bear? Um, yeah, you can see obviously it's a, a strained <laughs> breath I just I just took then. Yeah. <laughs> um, there are days where I feel like I'm hitting goals and doing really, really well. And there's other days where, you know, all it takes is for someone to go, you know, oh, is everything all right at home? And you're like, oh, my God, I thought everything was going really well. And you think you're yeah. doing really well and then all of a sudden. So I think for me the most important thing, so there's a, there's a few things I've been doing. So um, I do a lot of balance work. And I know if things affect me a lot more, a lot quicker, it's because I've got off balance. So I do mm. meditation. Um, I do uh, kind of like affirmation but but words and I spend half an hour doing those. So I know if I've got busy during my day and I haven't done them, then things will affect me a little bit more and I'm a lot less resilient. Yeah. Tell, <laughs> us, tell us literally, tell us one of those affirmations that you would say. Well, do you know, to use the word affirmations is completely the opposite to what they are. They're more mm -hmm. um, neutralising statements. So they're basically statements that because, you know, I I used to be a lot more up and down, up and down emotionally. It would be an emotional roller coaster. Something would happen and I'd be, you know, really excited about this or really excited about that and then something, you know, bad would happen. So And then you'd have big lows, so the big high, big lows. So the words that I do actually... Um, help to neutralise my emotions. I feel like at the moment is probably the most important is, for me at the moment, is, and I should know it off by heart because I write them every day, it is safe for me to be who I am. I am a beautiful, oh, it's safe for me to be who I am. Oh, no, I have a right. To, oh, hang on. I have, it is safe for me to be who I am. I have a right to be here. And just those words alone is so powerful for me because I've always, yeah. you know, I've, I've always in the past been, you know, not confident in my abilities. So I've kind of, you know, been living in a bit of a shadow. So for me to do, you know, things like that has really helped my confidence and to sort of shine a lot more. Um. Yeah, look, I think very much, you know, those affirmations are so important. And I, it's funny because you said give yourself the right. I think that that's one of the things that often as individuals and then as leaders, giving yourself permission to stand strong, to be what you're meant to be, to be have that balance in the case of what you're saying there and to know what that balance is for you. And I think that that's mm. the most important thing along this journey um, is that you know what that is for you. Knowing and allowing you to have that balance is and mm. be that balance and what that means for priorities because, I, you know, I often say this and I've said it for a long time, but knowing what your negotiables are and your non-negotiables are really important because it helps for you to know what that balance is and then yeah. go, 
you know what? This just isn't going to work for me. So I know I'm not even going to go down this way. And I think those things are so important, right? And often, Mm. not necessarily, not necessarily, you know, it doesn't kind of fit into other people's agendas sometimes because other people aren't having to deal with what you're having to deal with as a solo mom. Mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, totally, totally. (laughs) Yeah. I feel like a lot of the time balance comes from you, from you and being, you know, centred and calm I think is really, really important. You know, you mm. can have a really busy day but if emotionally and you're, you know, you're centred and calm, I think you can deal with, you know, things in a, in a much more, you know, um, calm and a much more controlled way as opposed to just going, oh, my God, I'm really, really busy, I don't have any balance, it's about... It's not about doing more, it's about being more centred. I often say I'm more off balance now than I normally am. <laughs> but really? Alyssa, I, Alyssa, I like what you say. I usually say words along the lines of I allow myself right now. Yeah. Yeah, I allow myself right now. Yeah. What if and we as leaders, what if we as leaders, sorry, Sherry, go for it. No, I was just saying even taking the time for yourself, like it's yeah. really, really important. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What yeah, if, sorry. what if, we, no, no, I was going to say, what if we as leaders, we were allowed, you, we allowed ourselves to be ourselves right now? Do you think leadership kind of works like that right now? Um, if, if as leaders we allow ourselves to be, Ourselves right now. Ourselves right now. Mm. I think. I think it's. I think. Yes. Um, but. Mm, but there's a but. I. Hmm. Yeah, that's a really good question, actually, because I think there's definitely you've got to have you've got to have a theme of being yourself, but I think there's definitely. Maybe I've misunderstood. No. Yeah, I I think as as leaders, it's important to obviously be yourself in character. But I think mm. from a you know sort of helping people and you do it in your your own natural way, as opposed to you know a leader must do this this this. You can actually you do it in your your theme and your how you you know your your flavor. I suppose. I like that. That's awesome. Yeah. And that's that comes around to the kind of culture that you're bringing into it, right? Mm, that is yeah. important to who you are, what that is, yeah. how that looks. Yeah. I don't know, though, whether or not there is the capacity so much for us to be doing that because I think there's, I mean, there is if you're in the right safe places and you talked about safe, feeling safe. In mm. the safe space, we thrive and we can be who we are my thinking though as the globe across the globe leadership as a whole are we creating these safe spaces and leadership right now for us to be ourselves and that's the piece that I would question when I'm thinking of that question that I just asked you before Hmm. and I wonder about that I think there are spots and this is you know this is why we're having these conversations because I want this kind of conversation out in the open. I want us to start questioning things. I think there's a lot of what we've taken for granted as in this is the system, this is how we do it, this is how we're going to keep doing it. And I don't know that this is going to be helpful as we keep moving forward. Do you know, I suppose it's how we see leaders because, like, when you're talking leadership, mm. in my mind, I'm imagining, you know, sort of top CEOs and those sort of people. And I know that, you know, they definitely need to have some sort of structure and some sort of, you know, they can't just go, oh, well, today we're just going to do this in our business, in the business or, or whatever. But leaders who are making big change, like, you know, a lot of the people that you're working with, like people that are making massive change around the world, I definitely think they need a safe place because if they, you know, they're the ones who are, you know, making a massive difference. So, like, the different leadership types, 
if if we can. <laughs> but here's the thing, Sherry, you're a leader. You're a leader in your own sphere. You're a leader to your child. You're a leader to those that are in your world. Mm. How do you, how do you, create... you need safety there? Why does it have to be those that are making the biggest impact, those that are making the biggest change? And anyway, how do we know that's the biggest change? That's only how we perceive mm -hmm. it, if, that there is a level to that leadership, right? I I definitely think, yeah, look, you, you're absolutely right. That, you know, we are all leaders in some way, shape or form. I was just looking at the big leaders and the people who are making massive <laughs> change as opposed to people like myself who are making small changes and, you know, maybe um, not as as big a table as the others. But, you know, and I suppose the other thing too is, you know, as a leader, you know, you're judged, you're judged by your peers, you know, so how do you actually create mm -hmm. a safe place for a leader to be, you know, to be, well, to be themselves? How do you create that, that safe space? Yeah. How do we? And and does I didn't it know that was a question for you? <laughs> no, no I, I get that. But here's yeah. the thing. Here's the thing. I think that more importantly, and um, you know, this is oh, I love it. You're just going off here. So good. That's so beautiful. We are all always leaders. I love these conversations. Yes, questions, Amanda. Yeah. When thoughts are rich, decisions are rich and outcomes are rich. I think here's the thing, right? is we, firstly, anyone that's got any followers has a leader, like is a leader. Yeah. Right? Whether it's your children, a child following you, they are looking up to you as a role model. Mm. We, whoever, whoever we are, in whatever space we're in, if we are a role model for someone somewhere, then we are helping to lead people in our life. Mm. And I think there's what you're saying there, there's levels to leadership. I think there's there's capacity to leadership. And because of that capacity, it creates what space you play in. But mm. I don't believe that um, just because maybe you play in a big space versus playing in a smaller space, that any of these things mean that you don't have it happening. So what I mean by that is whether you plan a big space or a little space, we still need these spaces safe for us to have conversation, for us to, to even have uncomfortable conversations that sometimes we've got to have as well, right? Mm. And it doesn't matter whether you're playing in a big space or a little space, we've still got to be able to have them. How do we create these spaces that are safe? And is it almost as well, like, you know, when you think about having a safe environment, it's, it, you know, are we ever going to have a safe environment? Because really, you know, and I'm, I'm sort of coming back to the being judged, being, you know, people judge you, you know, you sort of, you know, and I was brought up, you don't really, you don't really speak out of turn. We were taught not to be out there and and speaking our mind and that sort of thing or I was so a lot of the time I don't I probably don't feel that my spaces are safe and maybe I need to do some more work on me being thicker skinned as opposed to trying to create a safe space as well I mean there's there are two things no I love that and I love the fact that you question it and I think that's that's what we're about, right? As as leaders, we have to continue to evolve and question and develop. And the only way we're going to do that is if we we go, how can this be more effective? How can this be better? Mm -hmm. How can we make it better? And I think that it comes down to fundamentals. I always talk about leadership as there's some fundamentals. I don't think so much about old style leadership, which was, hey, I'm going to tell you how to do leaders, be the greatest mm -hmm. leader. It's the three principles to being the, and if you do this, you're going to be the most fantastic leader. I think that's yeah. old style leadership. What I do think is there's some fundamentals that leaders need to put in place to begin to build out the culture 
that mm. is really important for us going forward. One of them yeah. is awareness. One of the reasons I'm having this conversation is so that we create awareness, right? Mm -hmm. The next piece of that is ownership. And I think as a collective, when you're at a group, at a decision table, there is this collective ownership that you can take. But I think it always comes back down to, as a leader, what ownership are you taking? There's things that from a conversation that I'll go, you know what, not taking that on board. I don't need to do that at this moment. But there's another piece of this that I definitely will own and that yeah. will help me to evolve as a leader. Then I think that for you to actually, there needs to be a change of some sort. So once you've taken that ownership, what's that change that's going to be a place? And the last fundamental is sustainability, that we are leaving footprints for the generations mm. and the generations and the generations to come. What are those yeah. going to be? These have to be sustainable solutions. These have to be sustainable decisions. These have to be uh, sustainable um, you know, uh, platforms that we're creating that actually are going to be helping to springboard for the next generations to come mm. because they're the next leaders. Yeah? Yes. So I think there's fundamentals, and it's the fundamentals that kind of bring it back to, yes, as a collective we make this, but what are you going to own yourself to, to what is in control right now? Yeah. And what can Does we control? Because we, yeah. you know, there's a lot of things that we can't control as much as we'd like to, you know, there's a lot of things that we can't, you know, that we can't control. Exactly. So, you know, how how do you think then that we have more of these kind of conversations out there? How do we create spaces like this? I think... You hit the nail on the head with the culture, creating a a group that has the right culture and a safe place for people, you know, like everything that you've you've mentioned, having but having the right culture and having the right group of you know, people that believe in the same things. Here's the thing though. I think that comes down to being really certain about what you're gonna stand up for. And you've talked a few times mm. about, you know, judgment. I think there comes yeah. a point as a leader that we just know there's going to be judgment. I'm sure mm. there's people who think I'm pretty crazy. I'm sure there's people who think, how does she think she knows all that? <laughs> and I'm okay with that. I really truly am because I also know there's a lot that I don't know and I'm really curious and I'm okay to ask questions about that and, and I'm okay to keep evolving. But I will stand strong on my non-negotiables. And some of mm. that is my beliefs. Some of that's my values that are never going to change. Those things are never going to change because they are so my decision DNA. Yeah. But I want to know that I can keep changing as I keep moving forward. How, will, how do you see it, I guess, that we often have the same people at the tables? So we're learning the same things. How will you make sure in what you do that you have different people, keep learning from different people so you can keep evolving? Uh, first thing, make a decision to do that. Yeah, <laughs> make right. The words I have in my mind every time I, I make a decision or think about something, I have you in my head going, you know, when you, like, you're going to start to play a bigger game and that for me has always been something like, you know, are you going to go and play a bigger game? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Probably shaking me a few times going, when are you going to play a bigger game? And, um, you know, so I think the decision Can I, can to I just stop you on that one, though? Here's the reason yeah. why I say that. This is my disclaimer, everyone, to that, is because... I know you have a bigger game to play. I know you want to play a bigger game and I will not let you settle for anything less. No. no. <laughs> I'm just like, oh, my God. 
all of our conversations end in tears somehow, some way, shape or form. Bless you. I, I believe the same. And I need, you know, people like yourself to go, what are you doing? And, you know, Taki, what are you doing? Yeah. I think like yeah. 10, maybe when I first met Taki, one of the first dinners, he said to me, I thought you would be, you know, like a lot more. He said it in a in a really kind way, but it was sort of like, oh yeah, I like. So anyway, so back to back to your question. Like I should be playing a bigger game than I play. I sell myself short. So I think making the decision to play a bigger game will then open up the opportunities to mix with people in different mm -hmm. rooms that have different. I mean, classic example, I was like, right, you know, in my business, um, you know, I want to play a bigger game. Okay, well, who do I need to, you know, where will I find the people that can help me to to grow? And, yeah. and um, yeah, so definitely people that are playing a bigger game than you or, you know. Um, yeah, good thinking. And yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't always have to be people who are earning more money. It just could be people that are, you know, they're making decisions quicker or they're, you know, um, they're making a difference where, you know, you you hadn't even thought of, you know, so giving back, charity, that sort of thing. So yeah. I, I think making the decision first to to play a big game will open up the opportunity and then looking out for the opportunities that because we're all presented with opportunities, it's just a matter of saying yes to the opportunities. So Yeah, I love that. Yeah. Yeah. No, and and I see this is where the everyday leader has an opportunity to play a bigger game. It's just yeah. what is your balance? What's your capacity? What is and, and I think that, you know, this goes back to the no judgment. Well, how can someone judge you for staying in your lane and being what you're meant to be? I don't think there that anyone has mm -hmm. the right to judge you when that is yeah. the case, right? And that that means then it's only you that are judging yourself. Yeah. And you need Definitely to then allow that. yourself, right, to have permission to play the bigger game for what you, for what that means for you. And I think this mm. is what it's always got to be about is that, you know, you you say about being in the room with others that are, that are maybe at a space that is further along on the journey than where you're at so that it helps to keep you. But I think, you know, part of this journey is that we're all on the journey we just yeah. maybe at different spaces along there or stages or or whatever it is, seasons in that journey. But we're yeah. all on this journey. And mm. I think one of the biggest lessons I've learned in the last little while is, is that we can all pour out to one another and it doesn't matter who we are, what level we are at, but there's always something that we have in our hands that we can serve others. And I think mm. if you come from that that kind of space, that kind of um, you you build that culture around you, it's amazing who you draw into your world. It's amazing those opportunities that you speak of, how big they become and how often they just flow back into your world. Yeah. And I, I think when we allow ourselves to to just stand strong in what that is for ourselves and what that means, that balance, play in our lane, that it's amazing how others will perceive us. Mm. And I speak about myself just as much as I'm speaking to whatever and whoever out there, right? Like I really truly believe and, and I've noticed that as I've stood stronger, not worrying about what people are thinking not you know and and just get just be understand this side i'm always worried that i'm going to upset people because i don't want to upset people but i'm not going to let that stop me from saying yeah. things right because my intention is never to upset people it really truly isn't and i want to mm. respect the fact that maybe there are times when i don't know what i'm going to say and i don't want to do it wrong but I still believe I need to have a voice at the table yeah and I think that's sometimes that balance can be really tricky and I don't know that I have it perfect in that way but I'm willing to give it a go 
I'm willing to open up conversations and I'm willing to to make mistakes as I keep going on this journey. Is there a, is there a time that it'll be perfect though? I think really, you know, like you say, we're all on all on a journey and we're all trying different things. You know, we'll never be, you know, we'll never have that that perfection. You know, it's it's always the journey, it's always the learning. So how do we do that in in regards to a new approach to leadership? How can we be more effective in this way? How can we do this better? Just so, I was just going to say one of the other things as well, just on the last topic, is is not being afraid to ask. I think, mm. you know, yeah, there's opportunities to become available to you, but to not be afraid to ask. And also it ties back to, you know, one of my neutralising statements, which is um, it's safe to be who I have a right to be here and, you know, mm. really believing that, you know, you have a right, you have a right to ask, you have a right to, you know, I mean, people can say no, but it's asking the question, can I join your group or can I do this or could I collaborate with you on this? It's not being afraid to ask. So, yeah, sorry, I just thought I'd add that little bit. Are you afraid to ask? No. Yeah. <laughs> Where's that come from? Oh, I, think, I, I think there probably are listeners that are afraid to ask. Yeah, there probably is. Look, I have been never, like, never afraid to ask and since I was really young. That's one thing that it's not something that I, I don't think I, I don't know that I learned it because my parents aren't sort of, then you know, they're different, different nature. But I think I learned from a very young age to ask stuff like ask um would it be okay is that okay um you know could I have um yeah I don't I don't know I and and ask to you know when I was really young I you know there was a grand piano in a restaurant and I asked to play it you know little things like that where you know people go oh my god you can't ask to play a grand piano in a fancy restaurant but um yeah I just was I've just never been afraid to ask Wow. See, yeah. that's such a good skill set. What if it is? What if, what if leaders were, you know, weren't afraid to ask? Ask for help, yeah. ask for support, ask for someone to have their back. Mm. Ask them to come on the journey with them. I I don't even know how you would help someone to ask more. Mm. <laughs> Maybe maybe you've got some ideas like how how would you help somebody who doesn't who's more introvert and probably doesn't ask for help or don't feel they're worthy of the help? How would you help them? To I, ask. Yeah, my my key to go there is, and why do I know this? Because this was me. Is when you've got drivers outside of yourself. It's not about you anymore, and the only person you let down is all the rest of the world that you. Could have helped if you if don't get up and do that. <laughs> yeah. And that's, your vision is, is so powerful. What you just said—that's so powerful. And your vision is higher than than the fact that you don't really like going on lives and having to spread your whole world out to the world and and look at me, look at me moment. Yeah. I'm a massive introvert. I, I. Yeah. This is not something that I used to think, oh, I'd love to get up every day. I'd love to do a live every day. I'd love people to be looking at me, being involved in my world, knowing everything that goes on in my life and the way that I think. No, that was never, ever, ever something that I dreamt about as a young girl. Or, you know, is the opposite. Like he's the, you know. I know. It's like you guys are chalk and cheese. Yeah. Yeah. And and here's the other thing. I, 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 I was just going to say the other part of this is, you know, part of that is building community. In other words, that this is, and I love this piece. I really love this piece, is that it's not about me and my capacity. It's actually about who comes into my world and together mm. how do we make sure that this vision becomes a reality, right? So that means then I have to build community. Oh, my gosh, that yeah. means not only 
not only do I have to go uh, look at me over here for a moment so I can tell you about the vision and then it's like, <laughs> oh, my gosh, I've got to take them on the journey with me? Yeah. Seriously? Like, can I just, like, hide over here, do a little piece here, and then you go tell them about that? Well, you kind of can, mm-hmm. but you can't make a bigger enough impact that way. And and I, I was challenged with that a couple of years ago. You know that, that I really... I really fought with that piece because mm. I was okay being the secret source, but I also but knew that's not necessarily. What's what was that? that? Sorry. But I was being <laughs> the secret source for me was not necessarily mm. going to be the the where I was meant to get things. Like I couldn't have done it, and I couldn't be doing what I do today if I was the secret source. Yeah. If that makes but sense. The thing- the secret source is in a different cupboard to where you're like to where you wanted to be as well. Like where you're, you know, your world and what you're creating is different to being the secret source. That's too different. No, it's not anymore. Oh, really? It might've been at one point, but it's definitely not anymore. And that's what the, the, um, that's the interesting piece is that, and, and I see this a lot with leaders. I see a lot of people who, you know, literally the other day, maybe yesterday even, another person came in my world and they said, like, I love, yeah, it was yesterday. I love building what I've built out. And this person is amazing. She's She literally, you know, is very influential in her own area. Do you know what? She was going, I don't even know if I want to be getting up to do this. I don't even know if this is what I'm wanting to do. And she goes, I don't know what I'm going to do and what I want to do. Here's the thing. I knew she knew what she wanted to do. She just wasn't giving herself the permission to ask the right question. So, of course, I gave myself the permission to ask her the question to herself. And that was this. You know, if you were to know what that is, what would that look like? What would that be? Mm. You know, my famous question. You know this question well. And she asked that, and within seconds, it would be this, and I'd be doing that, and I'd be, here's the thing. She had Mm. built this amazing business, but there was a part of her that she couldn't access, a part of her that she couldn't be. Here's the thing. When we combine those two things together and it becomes this ecosystem of what we produce out in the world, oh, my gosh, it's so powerful. That secret Mm. source gets to flow in and out of all the other things. But you rock up every day just being you. And that's what I get to do now. And so, yeah, even if I press life. I thought your secret source was with the Taki side of things. That's where I was like, ah, because you were, you know, you're the secret source of some Ah. of the stuff. That's where I was getting confused. So I still use, but here's the thing. So I still run that, but I, I use that as a playing field to what I do outside in my other world as well. So they do flow very much and I use a lot of what I do outside in there and then what I use in there I do outside as well. So there's flow, right, in all mm. of my ecosystem that is a part of the makeup of it. And I think mm. this is this is where it's so beautiful when you can just be who you're meant to be and what that looks like. Um, but like I said, I'm naturally an introvert. I'm naturally not a person that goes, look at me, hey, let's tell the world and get lots of people on board. But when you have a vision and drivers Mm. that are outside of yourself, then if I get out today and I don't feel like it, I think of the lives that I'm meant to be serving today. I think of the ones that maybe if I don't do what I'm meant to do today, I will miss out on those opportunities to connect with an amazing, awesome human that together we could be making a huge difference I, in, as we partner up. You know, there's so many things uh, that I have to use as filters when I get those moments of I'm an introvert. What if people don't like me? What if uh, all the things you speak of was one at one time were the things that held me back? 
But I don't know about you. One of the things I really learned about my mom passing away, and I'll never forget about it because um, I'm actually, it's one of my little projects. I'll get I'll get to it one day. I'm literally, it's in my space um, and, and I'm, I'm just starting to create it a little bit more each day. But, um, you know me, curiosity, questions. I had to ask my mom when she was passing away. I, you know, I said, hey, what's it like to die, mom? And I'll never forget her answer. She's a woman of faith, so she, she didn't hesitate. She goes, Karen Marie, I'm really peaceful about where I'm going but I haven't finished what I was meant to do here on earth. And those words played a big part in how I go forward every day right now. I go, mm. what can I do today, humanly possible, that I'm mm. meant to do today? And I think, what if we can live every day doing what we're meant to do? And then I pulled it back to what if I do and live every day knowing I did everything humanly possible. What would that need to look like? And I can tell you when I use that as one of my lenses, some of those things, they just don't care. Like they don't matter. Like mm. my lack, my imperfections, you know. You, you, also, you also don't have... Um, you don't put up with excuses. One of the things I know, are, you know, I know about you is you just don't, you know, excuses aren't your thing. You know, you, you just, you know, whereas people would probably go, I'd love to play a big game or I'd love to do this or I'd love to do that, but, oh, I can't because of X, Y, Z. Yeah. Because what are excuses? Mm. What are they? Roadblocks to playing a big game. But they're just yeah. uh, helping you to play small. <laughs> yeah. Um, staying, staying in your comfort zone. So, yeah. Right. Yeah. And they are not part of my my non-negotiables. Yeah. I, I don't stay in my comfort zone. I don't mm. let roadblocks stop me. If there's a roadblock, I need to work it out, figure why that's a roadblock and figure out another pathway. Mm. It just might be a a slower challenge to getting to the pathway I need to get on. But I don't let it stop me because I believe there's always a pathway to the result that we need to get to. It's just, yeah. and, and that's why I do a lot of things on pathways because we often wired to one way. Mm. All we need to do is unplug that wiring, put it into the right wiring, and then we get the behavior that actually will help us to get the outcome, the result. Yeah head in the right pathway that we want to. And those pathways, I think, you know, often pathways are created without what you've got, your variables, your uniqueness. And we haven't always, so there's reasons, like don't get me wrong, there are reasons to often why we have excuses. Mm. But I don't let those reasons stop me. Yeah. And I think that in leadership, to be a great leader, and a great leader is just someone who's being effective, someone who's, I don't know, for me a great leader is someone willing to do whatever it takes to do their pathway. And mm. I think to be a great leader is someone who is willing to find that pathway, to go over yeah. those challenges, to work through it, and at the moment, one of the things that I've learned on this journey is if I'm going through challenges, there's probably someone else who's either been there before me, so reach out, ask, like we talked about before, or here's the other side of it. Maybe they haven't gone through it because you're pioneering a new pathway. Maybe someone needs to hear what you're working through. Mm. Not not for sympathy, not for them to, oh, you're so right, this is so bad, this is so terrible. But no, here's some of the learnings I'm learning from having to work through this. Yeah. And maybe it's they're not going through the same thing as you are, but it allows them the opportunity to go, oh, my goodness, it's so good to know someone else is having to do it a little bit harder at the moment. Mm. Right? 
Oh yeah, there's people doing it. You know, doing things what you're doing, but a lot harder. I don't mean you yeah. personally. I mean just yeah. in general. Like there's people doing it so much harder. You know, I think. Um, yeah, the, the one of the other things too, I see the importance of um, being a good leader is empowering others around yeah. you, empowering your team, empowering them to make good decisions and um, or make decisions. Then <laughs> nice if they're good. Um, but, you know, just to empower empower others. How do you do that? How, like, you do that? How do you empower others? Well, I think with my, with my team is empowering them to, you know, make decisions within certain boundaries. So going, okay, well, you know, here's, here's um, you know, I can't think of an example at the moment, but basically, you know, giving them certain boundaries of how to make the decision and they can, you know, and helping them to, to make, you know, good decisions about the business or whatever it is that, um yeah yeah it's interesting hey like I think I think often we can say yeah we need to empower people and then it's like okay so how am I going to do that or how do I do that you know I think empower is an interesting thing I, I've never really loved the word empower I kind of fight us you need to be empowered or empower someone it's like well I don't know I think I think the biggest way to be empowered is, is and, and maybe it's just the way I see leader, leadership. You know, the, the, the more effective that you can be as a leader is those that are not afraid of taking people on the journey with you as a leader and knowing that maybe they're even better than you to do the role that you're actually in right then. And I love being able to bring people into places and then going, okay, now that's yours. See you later. No. Um, but like, and, and, and then that opens up opportunity for me to move to the next space of my learning. And I mm. think a lot of the time in leadership, there's leaders, that, there's this hierarchy of leadership and I can't stand it. It's like if you can be up here, then you get to tell these people what to do or run this kind of thing. And it's like, seriously? Like that's to me dictatorship leadership. Yeah. And I think there's a lot of systems that actually have created a lot of dictator leaders. <laughs> what is it? Now I can't even say it. But like that's how much I hate it. <laughs> dictatorship. Um, yeah, and I, and I, yeah. I don't know. Does, does it work for Does it work for corporates? Are we, you know, I don't know. Does it, you know, does it work that sort of hierarchy setup? Does that work for maybe corporates? Does it, or is it just the way we've done it a lot? It, well, that's the old school. Maybe that's the old school way, and the yeah. new leadership should be or could be um a lot different you know exactly what we're talking about creating a safe yeah. environment having the amazing culture um yeah that could be it's interesting leader. though isn't it it's interesting because oh. we get so used to seeing it a particular way and we think yeah but it works over here and i go is it working over there are we mm -hmm. like how many people are leaving out of corporate because they're yeah. not liking that. Um, and, and I don't know that that's the answer either. And, and yes, there are parts and, and I mean, it's not just in corporate. There's a whole lot of different areas in life where this kind of appears its ugly head at times. And mm. if we had more, I don't know. I don't, I don't know that I know the answer when it comes to, to this versus this, but I'm definitely willing to have more conversations around that. Mm. I think, like you say, starting the small, you know, working with the small groups to build yeah. build that awareness and just having the conversations like we're doing today, yeah. you know, definitely helps people to even think differently about, you know, being yeah. a leader and or how they are in um, their life. 
Yeah. And I think in the case of, say, the corporate side of it, it's, well, what culture are you wanting to create? What do you want? What is important for the culture that you're building? And is this the best way to be able to do it? And are we, and I think the only way they're going to see if there's other opportunities is to buy, be first creating these conversations where the awareness starts. And it's only a starting point. Um mm. But, but as you see today, we've had an amazing conversation and, and there's been lots of great things. Like, I mean, how many things have we pulled out of this one today? Like, it's just so many, right? Yeah. You don't realise how much there's yeah. a conversation around this, yeah? Yeah, yeah. There is so much. Asking, you know, not being afraid to ask. Yeah. Playing a big game, excuses. Uh, yeah, so much. Yeah. So, so much. So, it's always so interview. There's always a lot that you uh, uncover, and there's a lot from people. Yeah, and we're just we're just scraping at the surface right now. Yeah, hey, if yeah. people want to know what you do and and to find out more about what you do, where do, where's the best spot for them to do that? I just realised I actually haven't put my full name there. So just shereestockick.com. Cool. And I'm sure, are you on social media at all or not? Yes, I have a few Link, pages. LinkedIn? I don't know. <laughs> LinkedIn? Yes, I have a few what social is, what media pages. Or do they just send up a pigeon and hope it gets to you? Just, yeah, look, I've got my I've got my Facebook page. That's probably a good place to start. Just my, just my, my personal page and then I can direct people. <laughs> I love it. Hey, You're there right. is a question. There is a question I ask, of course, on every yeah. single conversation we have on the decision table, and that is this. What have you got to, from our conversation today? What are you going to take with you? What are you, it, Maybe it's an insight that you've gone, ah, or maybe it's a new learning. Maybe it's just reconfirming something. What is it that you're taking from our conversation today? Oh, there's so much. Um Probably deep down, I'm a lot more confident than I think. <laughs> uh, probably um, that I I spend way too much time thinking about what other people think about me. So being judged, <laughs> being a theme as well today. You know that I'm not afraid to ask. You know, just that for me <laughs> is a reminder that I'm not afraid to ask. Um, and... Just a really good reminder to play a bigger game. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Of course I love that piece. <laughs> uh, of course you do. You're you're like my you're my voice of reason in my head every time. Don't you worry. Why do you I love that? Me? Yeah, yeah. No, I love that. Well, here's the thing I'm gonna take from today. I think you you brought up an interesting um reminder to me on how there seems to be this big gap from those that almost are playing it such a big game versus, well, who am I? What does that look like? And I really want to make sure that I give voice to those that maybe don't feel that they're leaders or know how to lead in a even a small capacity but want to in some capacity. And yeah. um, I'm really going to – I'm going to be – making sure that I help to bring more of those people along on this journey as well because I, I don't want to leave people. I want to, you know, it doesn't mean that I'm going to drag them, but I want to always create opportunity where anyone, no matter what stage you're at, can come on the journey with me as well. And I think that that was a really good piece and a good reminder for me to 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 remember in the work that I do. And the other side was that you said interesting things around the secret source side of it. And and I was like, it's funny because I haven't even thought about being the secret source until we had that conversation. And I was like, yeah, I used to think I was the secret source. And I really love the fact that I hadn't even thought of being the secret source for so long probably since our last conversation a long time ago, right? Oh, yeah. That's what, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Mm. And that is kind of a nice place for me to be at. And it kind of reminds me of maybe I've come a, 
a lot further than I thought I had in the last little while. Maybe I am evolving and that excites me. And I go, oh, that's awesome. That means I can keep evolving to the next level. So sometimes it's a good reminder, right, that, um, yeah, we are we are leaders on a journey and we can continue yeah. to evolve. And uh, sometimes that's good to be reminded of that. I, I definitely think, you know, your Facebook lives were amazing. Like, you know, I know you were saying, you know, that's not the sort of thing that you love to do, but, you know, that I think you in front of camera is fantastic. So <laughs> thanks. You know, so do and, more of that and be out there more. Is yeah, that what you're trying to say? Yes. <laughs> get out of the get out of the closet. That's right. <laughs> I'm coming out. out. I'm coming out. <laughs> well, and wow. like you, you're absolutely gorgeous, and you just you speak so beautifully. You're so intelligent. You know that there's just I could go for hours just listening to you. So you know your Facebook lives or getting in front of camera for me. Mm. I'd love to see it. Wow, thank you. And and girl, thank you for being here. Like seriously. Thank you for having me. I am so grateful that you could come on. Because we had the event on the normal time, yeah. I had to shift that person and they couldn't then come on. So it was like I didn't give you much warning. You had no idea what yeah. you were coming on. I but I just love Girl, I just love the fact that you just had the willingness to come on here, have a conversation. Okay. And that's what I love about you. And I love, mm. and I do go back to resilience because I think there's a resilience to you. And I don't know yeah. that you can see it so much yourself, but I believe that uh, to see where you've come from, to see where yeah. you continue to go. And I know you want to play at a bigger level and you get frustrated with yourself, but I love the honesty that you've brought to the table today, that we've had this conversation, that you you share some of these frustrations, you share some of these, the growth, the learnings that you've got from it. And I know that many listeners who will listen to this, and a lot of them are in the replay, will get so many droplets of wisdom from our conversation today so I'm forever grateful that you came on and uh yeah I, I didn't Is there any, let, sorry I didn't yep. you let me get away with not uh, being real and being, <laughs> being raw it's like you, you you don't let me get away with it so you know that for me was but look I I have to say I love being part of this journey with you with mm. Taki with everybody you know it's uh, to have you guys in my world means so much and mm. you know I wouldn't have it any other way I just think you know I'm really blessed to have you guys on the journey and, and we're blessed to have you as well always oh, always and I can't wait to see your beautiful girl again I haven't seen her for oh, so no. long and I'm sure oh, she's no. so big now <laughs> oh, amazing yeah. you've been you're an incredible mama and oh, um just I, I love, you know, the fact that our children are the next generation and these are the next generation of leaders and the best leader that any one of us can be is leading um, and being role models and creating spaces that are safe for our children to be the yeah. best they can be. And thank you for doing that yeah. for your beautiful daughter and, um, and just being so strong in who you are so that she can be strong in who she is as well. Like I think, you know, we don't give enough kudos to that. And from one mama bear to another girl, I know. I was going to say, those moments, <laughs> those moments are not yeah. always easy moments, you know. So, um, yeah, you're doing it good. You're doing it good. As I said, there's always someone who's doing it tougher. Yeah. I know. So is there any final words that you want to leave? Because I'm about to end this broadcast. But No, I'm all good. I think I've said enough. Yeah, yeah. I think, Thank you so much. I think we've already left them with some amazing droplets. So what an amazing decision table today. And again, Sherry, thanks for being here. Thank all you. Right. Amazing droplets of wisdom for you from today's episode. Make sure you subscribe. Ensure you leave an awesome rating and review. Our hope is this podcast creates a new awareness. 
activates ownership to what is next, a curiosity for the need to be part of the change, and to make footsteps of sustainability from today onwards. If you want to further your journey with us, then apply to join us at our next Leaders Movement Parlay. The link is in the show notes. We appreciate you. Help us to help build a tribe who make humanity as stakeholders. To achieve this together, recommend this podcast to leaders, innovators, and movement changers. Big love until we see you on the next Decision Table Series podcast episode.